everybody. It must be Sunday. Because I'm here, you're there, and I always appreciate you spending your Sunday afternoon from noon to two here at the KDK9 show. And it's the last Sunday of the month, so that means holistic vet Dr. Jessica Levy is in the studio. Ready to take your questions of dogs, cats. I don't think she does iguanas, but you can ask her. <laughs> but anyway, on the other side is Miss Ellie. Hi, Miss Ellie. Hello. How are you doing? Doing fantastic. Well, good, good. I forgot your birthday card. I was going to bring your birthday card because your birthday's this week. Yeah, I appreciate and it. That's no, okay. So, so it's later in the week anyway. It'll be closer next week. Third. There you go. There you go. So, and it's your big 25, the big 25. What a pup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you lessening your quarter of century um, fret? Oh yeah, I'm trying to settle into it and just and just enjoy it, you know. The poor thing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll get gifts either way, right? There you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So your week was good. Oh yeah. Oh good. And we got the cat video this uh, week, August third. It's your birthday, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's on Thursday. Yeah, it's on I was Thursday. considering it. Yeah. Sounds fun. Yeah, oh, it is fun. I went the last two years, but now um, they they've landed. The Alaskan crew landed yesterday morning, Sun Country Airlines, from Alaska. So uh, mom, dad, and five grandkids are now sharing our house. And last night, were they all packed into one bedroom? <laughs> nobody wanted to sleep. Everybody, I think, was so overtired that nobody wanted to sleep on the couch. Nobody wanted to sleep on the, sl- on the floor, you know, the kids. So they all crammed into, and it's like... <laughs> And then it got so hot in there. They had a two. There, I have a one air conditioner that heats or heats, cools the whole house down because we got like a ranch style, you know, walkout. But anyway, so we just need that. You put a fan in the in the hallway and it, it cools down the whole house. You know, we don't have central air or anything. So they must have got so hot because it turned off. They, they turned on the air conditioner in there, and it's like right over the top of their head. So it's like, well, it's a little brisk in there. <laughs> but you got that many bodies, seven bodies crammed together in a what ten by ten room. Yeah, it's just like, well, whatever. So, so anyway, so we welcome the Wit Cops. To uh, my daughter, who married James Woodcock, and then their five kids. So it was quite entertaining yesterday. <laughs> I had to pick them up. I got up at four yesterday morning. Their, their flight, when I looked, flight status, flash flight status says arriving 513 a.m. Fine. I'm on my way. I forgot to look at that when I picked up the van that we borrow. I forgot to look at the gas gauge. And it's like frog hairs away from E. <laughs> and so I said, well, we better stop. Otherwise, we ain't getting home. <laughs> so I went and did that. I'm all in a frenzy and getting getting there. I'm driving this, driving this giant, this giant, yeah, big van. Okay. <laughs> and anyway, and so then I get there and I'm like, I'm like, she's going to yell at me. Because, you, you know, just standing there with five, you know, four, five kids. It's like, you know, don't want to be standing there for any length of time. Yeah. Well, anyway, so then I get there at 530. Uh, it's now quarter to six. Now it's six o'clock. And I'm calling their phone. It goes right to a voicemail. Called at 6.15. And now I'm having like, okay, did the whole, what's going on here? And anyway, um, so then finally at 25 after six, she calls, Mom, we just landed. And I said, well, according to the flight status online that you have showed me, and I've gotten very good at if I do, I am proud of myself. It said five five thirteen. Mom, what did I tell you Friday night? They the, it left an hour later. I said, well, then maybe they should have changed their website because they had you coming <laughs> in at five thirteen. So I was all panicked because I I got luckily I got up at four because yeah. I really thought that I was you know uh, you know to check things and you know I don't like to. 
be rushed. And so it's just, I want to just you know, calm down. But anyway, and so when they said that, I'm like, oh my gosh, okay. She said an hour. Oh, well. So it all worked out. They're home. And by three o'clock yesterday afternoon, I'm like, I can't do it. I'm done. I got to go take a nap. Go to take a nap. <laughs> so I went, took a nap for about an hour and a half, and I woke up, and I'm regenerated. And last night, oh, the beautiful outside. Did you get a chance to do anything last night outside? Yeah, it did actually. It was really beautiful. Oh, there wasn't. It was just a slight breeze. The crickets, the frogs were going nuts, and 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 they don't have that sound up in Alaska. The crickets and the frogs and stuff like that. Yeah. And so then they loved my addition to my my um, gazebo, and so um, uh, they literally just wanted to sit outside. And Cassandra, the kids went in to watch a movie, but that lasted about ten minutes, and then they were out, and then all of a sudden we're playing outside in the backyard and. It was fun. And then, luckily, the mosquitoes didn't come out in droves, so that worked out cool. So it was oh, nice. lucky, it was, lucky. Yeah, it was a good evening. They're going to be here for two weeks, so. Anyway, so hopefully you guys got some questions for myself. That would be Katie K9. Or uh, for Dr. Jessica Levy, the holistic vet. If you've been dealing with an issue with your pet and conventionally and you just just seem, can't get a handle on it, why don't you try giving Dr. Levy uh, the question and see what she can come up with and hopefully maybe solve something. Okay, because both Eastern and Western medicine's got to get along, both in humans and in animals. Oh, and just a reminder now, uh, remember, uh, mark your calendars for August 11th and 12th for the Hugo Feed Mill. All right, 100th anniversary. I'm going to be both day, days, Friday and Saturday, the 11th and the 12th, from 11 in the morning to 4 in the night and the afternoon, giving out free samples of Nutrisource, and then being there to answer any pet questions you've got, whether it's behavior or what. And you bring user-friendly dogs, okay, dog-friendly dogs, I should say for dogs and to humans and maybe we can work a little bit there because she's got some they're going to be bouncy cattle castles they're going to be free foods they're going to be prizes giveaways raffles he's doing quite this do for his hundred year anniversary so hopefully you'll be able to make it and then the following weekend is stomp out suicide so i'll be i'll be working on that go to stompoutsuicide.org stompoutsuicide.org and i'll be giving out the i'm the water station for the dogs and then i've done that now for the last two or three years and then I have uh, give out free samples of Nutrisource, of course, and then the free bandanas for Stomp Out Suicide. So if you want to register, you know, to do the walk, it's a three, was it 3K? I don't, I don't know anything about that. It's a walk run. I think it's 3K or 5K. I can't remember. But anyway, so look on the website, check it out. And uh, I think it's too late to order T-shirts, but you can try. You know, if you're going to do it, you get a T-shirt when you register. Um, I think July 28th was the last day, but check it out. So it's stompoutsuicide.org. Okay, that's held up in Wyoming, Minnesota. And I love it because it's not you're not going to the cities. It's just a fun time. It's a great time. And everybody's there for the same reason. They either know lost themselves somebody to suicide or they know somebody that has lost. And, and it's really a good networking, you know, to talk and remedy. You know, just it's crazy. And, and if you remind, remember, I lost my brother to suicide in 2012. And so I became very familiar with suicide. And it's, you know, and unfortunately, with COVID and such, it's really raised its ugly head. And I think I've talked to you about this before, is that the vet industry they are losing uh, vets left and right uh, to suicide, and not, en- not en- enough are coming into schools, 
so what's happening in the, the vet industry is hurting. So you you gotta you know uh, be kind, okay? There's not enough vets to go around. You see, I one on every corner, and not so much anymore. So that's why you know pay attention. Suicide's huge. Uh, um, uh, firefighters, policemen, uh, PS, PTSD, uh, anybody you know, like I said, it's running. It's nuts. It's it's what it is. And so that's why, like I say, learn more about it and help. And anybody that has gone, just like what I did with my brother. Is that well? Woulda, shoulda, couldas. Uh, why didn't I see something? What happened? Did it? You just read all these things, and you got to stop and just breathe. And it is what it is, and then we just got to move forward. We, we got to be here for the present, for the people around us, and not be going the woulda, shoulda, couldas of what? Why didn't I see something? What could I have done? You know what I mean? The thing is, it's yeah, it's water under the bridge. Now we just got to go forward. Okay. So anyway, so yeah, so mark that off on your calendar. August. Oh, good. Is it nineteenth? I can't remember now. I think it's August 19th for the stump out suicide. And then, uh, da, 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 yeah, August 19th. Okay. I looked at my notes here. <laughs> and it usually starts at nine in the morning. It goes till noon. All right. And they got a food truck there and, uh, pop, popsicle truck. And it's just, it's just a fun time. Time. Okay. And then the cat video is going to be this Thursday, August 3rd, down at CHS, a CHS uh, field. Kids, this is new. Kids 12 and under are free. So that's awesome. So go on down there. It's a great time. There's cat vendors. There's vendors. There's and to watch on that jumbotron the cat videos that you you know you have sent in, and then um, from from funniest home video. And I gotta admit, the cat videos are. Ten times more entertaining than the dog videos. The cats really do some goofy things <laughs> because they're so agile. They try so many different things. But anyway, okay, give a call. 651-641-1071-651-641. What did I just say? 651-641-1071. Okay. Thank you. Okay, let's see what we got here. Where is the only place you will find meat eating Venus fly traps growing in the wild? Along the Yangtze River in China, in peat bogs in northern England, Central Park in New York City, USA, on the coast of North and South Carolina, USA. Hey, thanks for tuning in to the Katie Canine Show. I'm here every Sunday, noon to two. Yes, I'm your nooner. Oh, guess what? There's a strong possibility at the Minnesota State Fair, I might have a t-shirt. Katie Canine Show might finally have a t-shirt. Really? It's not. It's in the works. We're going to, nothing's been finalized. So when you want to buy like Jason and Lexus t-shirt, there might be one for Katie Canine. Oh, I'm going to pick that up. Oh, I'm, I'm so helping. For 20 years, I've been, please, I, mean, I almost get to the point where I'm whining. I want a t-shirt that people can buy. <laughs> so anyway. Okay. Where is the only place you can find the meat eating Venus fly traps growing in the wild along the Tanzania River in China in a peat bog in northern England, Central Park in New York City, USA, or on the east, uh, on the coast of North and South Carolina, USA? Where do you think there, Al? Uh, it's somewhere in the U.S. Is it North or South Carolina? Okay. What do you think, Dr. Jess? I have no idea. I really don't know where that plant comes from. Okay. It's, I'll vote for South Carolina. Okay. Ding, 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 ding. It's no, North and South Carolina, the coast, USA, that where it grows. The Venus flytrap grows wild. That's interesting. I had one when I was a kid. I was fascinated. I had one, too. My, I loved it. My mom, my mom, uh, I don't remember how it came about that I wound this one, but I know she was happier in hell because I was running around in the summer months smacking flies to feed it to the flytrap. <laughs> okay. 
Who's up first? Well, so first up, we have Renee, yes. whose dogs are struggling with dog reactivity. All right. Hi, Renee. How you doing? Hi. Good. Thank you. Good, good. What kind of dogs do you have? I actually have three dogs. Um, a, the one with the issue is a Dachshund Yorkie mix. Okay. And then we have a little other Yorkie mix and then a Corgi, um, a Corgi mix. Wow. You like short dogs. yes they're all very short (laughs) okay so what's happening so um our dachshund yorkie who is five years old now um for the past couple years now has been exhibiting very aggressive behavior especially when um, another dog walks by the house or a neighbor lets out their dog he'll go absolutely crazy and bark and attack like anything in his path whether that's Boy or another dog, yep. or other dog standing next to him, and we've had some serious issues okay. um, with hurt and blood and everything. So, oh my. yeah, it's been it's been bad. Um, so, we're trying right now just to keep you know the two males separated. Um, the little female Yorkie, like she has nothing to do with it, and she gets out of there. But the other, the corgi, will fight back. Okay. And, okay. Yeah. Okay. A couple of questions now. Okay, when you go for a walk, do you take all three at the same time? We do not. Okay, what do you do when you go for a walk? Um, we take um, the two nice dogs, <laughs> the Corgi and the girl Yorkie, together. They're very good together. Okay. And then we take the problem one by himself. Okay, what's his name? His, uh, Cromwell. Cromwell? Oh, that's a cool name. Okay, Cromwell. Okay, so now, when you take Cromwell for a, a, a walk, what, uh, are you walking him on a harness? You got a training collar? Uh, is he standing in front of you, or is he walking politely at your side? No, he does not walk politely at our side. He's pulling full force ahead on a harness. Okay, yep. Ding, 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 and there's your problem. Okay, what it is, is the thing is, is he's cool and you're not. He doesn't have much respect for you, okay? And because you're not setting up rules and following through. Harnesses restrain, they don't train. They teach a dog to pull, and then many dogs get even more frustrated because as they pull forward, you pull back. And like me grabbing your arm and pulling you towards me and saying, hey, listen here, you're going to pull as hard as you can away from me, right? So now the dog's trying to go ahead of you, and what are you doing? You're pulling back, which he's some even makes him even more aggressive you know wanting like hey i gotta get out there i gotta get out there all right so you gotta start setting up some rules and start working on that so that dogs do things for us out of trust and respect that we've earned it's not by love okay or treats what it is is there's a consequence that's how they learn they trial and error they do this this happens they do that that happens and so they learn to use to avoid the correction and as not be master, you dog. It's just like when the pups are with mom, mom would give a growl, like, back off. And the pup would, like, screw you, ma. Mom would say, you want to make a bet? And so she'd come around with her teeth around the neck and squeeze. And the pup would yelp, like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Mom would slowly let go of the grip. Pup would slowly walk away. A little bit later, the pup would come up, like, still ticked. Mom would give her, still ticked. Stay away from mom. And there was a great video. It's a, a mom golden retriever and there's like eight pups and she's coming back into the room and all the pups come like barreling at her right like going for the you know it's child time um, they look maybe about six weekish five weekish okay it's amazing mom stopped her lip curled up she gave a growl you know what i mean and all the pop pups stopped dead in their tracks 
And they and there she growled one more time. They all backed up, backed up, and nothing was said. She, Mom controlled eight pups just by that lip curl and a growl. Okay, because they had already learned that if you don't listen to the growl, the correction's coming. And so then pretty soon all the pups are kind of hanging out. Ma goes over and she lays down, you know, and then she just kind of, you know, and then she must have some, you know, relaxed or whatever. Then all the pups came in and ate. But, you know, how she controlled that room. So what your problem is, is that you don't control anything. You're just letting the dog go uh, run amok. And so what we need to do is we got to, how many pounds is your Doxy Yorkie mix? Uh, about 13 pounds. 13 pounds. Okay. So what you need is you need what's called a Star Mark dog training collar. Star Mark dog training collar. You need a small. You can get them online. Or I have them up at Katie's Canine. If you want to do a private lesson or a class lesson, I do a private. But anyway, because we got to get you organized so we can organize that dog, okay? Because he's the pot stir. And once you can get the pot stir under control, everything else will go perfect okay because now when you go on for walks he used to walk politely his shoulder by your left leg on a loose lead and when he when he and a lot of people what happens when the dog alerts you know the ears go up like whoa what's that people wait to see what the dog's gonna do well then the dog leaps and now you react to the, his reaction what you got to do is get into their head the minute those ears come up and he's cocked now he's loaded he's just ready to react that's when you pop the mm-hmm. thought bubble and you go ah leave it and the dog's like, and then if he doesn't listen, you give it a pop on that training collar, okay? And so what's going to happen is, has he ever wore a collar before, or has he always wore a harness? Um, walking, no, just the harness. Okay, yeah, but I mean, does he have does he have the know the feeling of a, a collar around his neck? Oh yeah. Okay, yes. good, good. Because what you should do when you get the Starmark collar, you put it on with that collar also, because you know at first the the, the dogs are so. Like, what the heck was that? Because they're so used to pulling that all of a sudden it's like, because what this Starmark collar is plastic. It's got uh, upside down pyramids on the inside of it, blunt ones. So when you give it the your wrist a flick, it pokes the dog. It's like, hello, I need your attention. All right. And just pop, poke. Just like if I want your attention, I poke you. Okay. Now, and the bigger the poke. The more you're not listening, so I'm going to give it to you a harder poke. So then that's a bigger flick with your wrist. It's not the muscle. And it's not going to hurt the dog's throat, you know, for a smaller dog, because it's it, like it doesn't close tightly on the throat, okay? So you first start out with your record buckle collar and the training collar on at the same time. The training collar is only on, like, when you're going to go for a walk, all right? Or we're going to be doing some training. But the minute the leash comes off, the training collar comes off, okay? Now, the first couple for a little first couple times, you're just going to leave his regular buckle collar on so they can cross. And then once he figures out that the collar's not going to hurt him and mom's not in the room, that then you're going to take the buckle collar off so you're only going to have the training collar on when you go to work, to go to walk, not work, walk. <laughs> All right? And so that, so I got to start getting him to walk politely on the line. That's the first thing, step to you being a better leader so he doesn't have to protect your house and be an obnoxious snot anytime something walks by. Okay? He's protecting your, and then like you say, he gets so over the edge that then he, that's very common that if there's other dogs in the pack that they go after the other dogs in the pack that also happens too like if you're out on a walk and the dog gets all hyped up it's very it's very normal that they turn to the dog or sometimes their owner and bite their owner you know what i mean they get so crazed okay because they because they can't get to what they want so they just take whatever is around the immediate from the point from the get-go oh right right. but but anyway so what you can start doing okay is that you teach yourself a hair mister uh, you know, a, a spray bottle, get a spray bottle, fill, fill it with water, set it on stream. Okay, let him drag a nylon leash around the house. 
All right? And you're going to set something up. You're going to put the other dogs away, okay? And put them in another room. And then you're going to set somebody to come come walking by or whatever, like let's say at 1 o'clock, 1.30, quarter to 2. Okay? And then and do stuff that will trigger him to be stupid. All right? So then once he's, uh, if he's on his way to being stupid, you know, like, you know, here, here he goes. Give him a, ah, 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 leave it. Okay, if he does it, blast him in the face with the water. Hey, leave it. Step on that leash, okay, so he can't pursue and run from it, all right? Okay. Okay, so now, hold on, we got to run to break, so don't hang up, okay? We're on our way to having better manners here. Okay, what does one bucket say to the other? What does one bucket say to the other? We'll be back. Hey, it's me, your mirror again. I know we've had our issues, but you can't keep me close behind your closet door all summer. In an unhealthy relationship with your mirror? Hello? Break up with me, seven years bad luck. Join the Y, and when you book a free fitness assessment, get $25 off September dues. Start a personal training subscription by October, get another $25 off. And for the record, those mirroring exercises, yeah, they don't work. Find your healthiest self at ymcanorth.org. Hey, we're back. Hello, hello, hello. Thanks for staying with us. Okay, here's the dog joke. Dad dog joke. Dad joke. Why does one, what does one bucket say to the other bucket? Mm, I feel empty inside. Oh, that's a good one. That is very good. That's good. Okay, what what do you think there, Dr. Jess? Don't leak. Okay, don't leak on me. <laughs> Okay, but this those are two good ones. Don't leak on me and I feel empty. That's a real good one. This one here says, I'm feeling pale today. Oh, I like yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm feeling pale today. What one bucket says to another bucket. See, that's a good one. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cute. Okay, let's go, go on back. Okay, are you there? Yeah. All right. What were you talking about? <laughs> uh, you. Yorkie. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so, harness. yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Cromwell. Yeah. Cromwell, yes. Yeah, there, there you go. See, I do things. But anyway, okay, so so we've got to start. start what you're going to do, the other two dogs are in the room, other room. Okay, you're going to set, set, set it up, like, you know, every 15 minutes or every half hour. You know, okay, and then when Cromwell starts racing to go do it, you're going to, ah, 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 leave it. And if he doesn't, blast him in the face. Hey, leave it. And if he tries to run from a step on the leash, all right? Don't grab the leash, just step on the leash. Because if he will beat up the other dogs because he's all stirred up, we just don't want you to get, you know, put your hand down there, your face down there, you know, picking up the leash, all right? And if he tries to turn around and bite you in the ankle when you step on the leash, don't step it, don't step on it right up by him, you know what I mean? You know, hit the middle of the leash to the end and be ready with your water to just blast him if he turns around to come to you. Just blast him and go, hey, leave it. Ah, leave it. All right. As soon as he settles down, don't pet him. You're gonna calmly go. Thank you. Ah, 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 ah. Thank you. You gotta be what you want him to be. Don't start screaming and yelling. Knock it off, bad dog. Shame on you. All right. Okay. So then that's fine. Just say thank you. Get off the leash and just you know, okay. And then like I'd, I would do it every 15 minutes is what I would do. But anyway, so then okay, then wait. Now we're gonna do it again. The other dogs are in the other room. Okay. We're just working with Cromwell for a while because what our job, your job, is to get the respect that when you say ah. Leave it. He just stops dead in his tracks and comes back to you. He doesn't pursue any longer. Now you're starting to build a better team and you're being more of a leader in his eyes because there's a consequence when he blows you off, okay? And that's the water in the face. Ah, leave it. Now, some dogs are, um, not being that the other dogs are in the other room, what you could do is take a pop can or beer can, rinse it out, 
put five pennies in it, tape the top of it with bright tape so you know that's a shake can, so you don't shake the can you're drinking. And then if you can try going the blast in the water. Some dogs, that water bottle works like a miracle. Some dogs, it's like, eh. And sometimes just the, uh, they're more sound sensitive. Because you're working with them on an individual ba- basis, because the other two dogs are away, you can shake the can and go, ah, shake the can, leave it. Ah, shake Leave it. Thank you. Very nice. Most dogs are no to death. And then as the dog is barking, we start screaming, no, no, knock it up, buddy, no. And the dog is like, great, let's all bark together. And so that's what we're not doing here. We're trying to calm them down by saying, this is a consequence when you don't listen to this word. Because your goal is you don't now. The first five times, six times, it's ah, blast, leave it. Then it's going to be ah, leave it. And if he does it, now the blast comes in. You want to give him a chance to work for the word not, you know, if he t- blows off the word, then the correction comes in. Does that make sense to you? Yes. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. So that's what we're going to start working on with that for the manners in the house. Okay. Then uh, do that for every time you practice it for the, a couple days there. Okay. Then you can start bringing the other dogs in when you start seeing Kramer starting to listen to you. Okay. Cromwell, sorry, wrong dogs, wrong seat. Cromwell, when he starts starts listening to you, all right. If you feel like he Cromwell's starting to get amped, you know, too up. Okay, then go back to just practicing individually. He got to remember how long he's been doing this, and it's getting going to get worse and worse and worse. So then, what we got to do is you got to give him some time to you know learn the word and react accordingly. Is what it is, all right. And then you're going to get that Starbark collar. Uh, from Amazon, I don't know, every week there's a different price. It's usually about four, thirteen bucks. You want the small. And so then you know, from now on, you're going to go for a walk with uh, just him. And now he's to walk with you at your side. If he tries to go ahead of you, you give your, your arms relax at your side. You want his shoulder by your left leg. And if he tries to take your hand, you know, move your hand forward by going forward, give the leash a quick pop, not a pull, but a pop, a snap. That bump back towards his tail with his arm. Your arms are just relaxed at your side, okay? And give him a ah, ah, ah. And then whatever your walking word is, heel or walk. And then if he's walking nice, look at you. Don't say good boy. That gets him all nutsy in the heads. It's like, party time, let's roll. You want to teach him to be calm and steady. So if he's acting well, oh, look at you. You're doing very nice. There you go. We got this. We got this. Oh, yes, we do. And if he looks like he's going to raise his head and react, give him a quick pop. Hey! Leave it. Oh, there we go. We got it. We got it. And every time you stop, you're going to ask him to sit. And if he doesn't sit, place him into the sit. Put your left hand by his hips and push straight down. Sit. And then his your reward is a one or two finger scooch in the chest. The V of the chest. Uh, go underneath the, the chin. Go down the throat, down the chest to the where there's a V. You can feel with your like pointer finger or the middle finger. And just give a little sk- scooch and just go, thank you. Okay, now you're t- keeping him calm. You're keeping him steady. And then if he lo- he's about ready to wind up, ah, 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 quiet. Be what you want him to be, okay? So that's your goal right now, teach him to walk on a leash nice and then work on that reactivity outside. And sometimes it's a bike. Set up whatever he gets nuts over. If it's a biker, a person walking, another dog. Set up, you know, at, like I say, different time intervals. If you don't have much time, you know, let's say you got an hour to work, then every 10 minutes there's something new coming by, okay? And so, mm-hmm. like say, pretty soon you should be able that you can get him just with your voice, but let him drag that leash around so you've got something to step on so he can't avoid you and do the na-na-na-na, I'm busy thing, okay? 
Okay. Okay. Uh, and then, like but, I yeah. say, if you can't or get organized, you know, if you just it's just not coming together that well, I'd suggest a private class so I can organize you to organize him. That so then then you can really move forward fast. But you got to remember the collar don't pull because that's what you're used to with the cut with the harness is pulling him back, restraining him when you're on the. When you're doing the walk, that hook of that leash should be resting on his back or alongside, okay, where you don't even feel him down there. And then his shoulder should be by your left leg. Because when that shoulder goes ahead of that left leg, then he's a leader and you're the peon. We're creating a team here to work together, okay? Okay, okay. Does that Sounds make- good, yeah. He completely, like, goes deaf when uh, oh, yeah. this you bet. Well, that's a doxy side. You know, your doxies, man, those are strong. Well, you got to remember what they were bred for. We're both of them. Your terriers. Terriers are bred to go to ground, and same with doxies, okay? They both can go to ground. You know, they're determined, stubborn guys on short legs. <laughs> and so the thing is, is that you got, that's why it's really important. And everything you're doing with him, then the other two, you want everybody to be, because your goal here that you could take all three of them on a polite walk, and you are stellar. You know what I mean? Everybody's like, wow, you got three dogs under control. Awesome. Because you can get those collars for the other two dogs also. How many pounds is a corgi? Mix. He's, he's a big boy. He's about 32 pounds. 32, okay. Because most corgis that I found work best with a pinch collar, okay? Because the Star Mark collar, I mean, corgis dynamite in a short package, right? Whether it's crossed with whatever. So the thing is, is that I find this, the, the, whatever you call it, ah, the, Pinch collar works the best, but you got no. Remember how he pin, I fit my pinch collars? I fit them loose. If you look, I talk to a lot of trainers. If you look online, they want them snug behind the back of the ears. I do not. Any training collar, same with the Star Mark collar. When the collar, when the dog is paying attention and the hook is resting on the back, that there is no collar pressure. That's part of the reward. There's no collar pressure when they're thinking and paying attention. Okay. Okay. But otherwise, the other one there, the Yorkie, that, 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 how many pounds is that one? Uh, she's tiny. She's about nine. Nine, okay. Then you can um, you could try. My guess is that it sounds like since she leaves, she's probably going to just settle in with everybody else, what everybody else is doing. You might yeah. not need a training collar with her. So otherwise, you could try a Sporn, S-P-O-R-N, training harness. Technically, it's not a harness. But, you know, that I wish they would take the word harness out because it's not like a har- regular harness. It's different. But it's called a okay. sporn, S-P-O-R-N. And you want just a small. Okay. Okay. So anyway. But start out with uh, with Cromwell, all right, and, and start getting him organized, and you'll be surprised at how everybody else would start getting more. And you. <laughs> okay. Oh. Yeah, he's the instigator of all our issues. You bet, buddy. Like I said, and like I said, give me a holler. Remember, he's working for you, not a treat. Don't use treats with this personality because he'll just Mm -hmm. blame when he, hey, that's more interesting than that stupid treat. (laughs) All right? Mm -hmm. We want him to look to you for direction, and this is the beginning of it. There's other things that you should be doing, too, but I've got to get to some other calls here. Okay? Yep. Great. Thank you Okay, Kato. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, it's just, man, time's flying this morning. Holy crumb. Okay, we're going to run the break, come back, and then, all right. Okay, let's see, where we got? Once there was a family called the Biggers. There was Mr. Bigger, Mrs. Bigger, and their son, who was the biggest. Who was the biggest? <laughs> that was supposed to come out in the form of a question. <laughs> Who was the biggest? Once there was a family called Biggers. There was Mrs. Mr. Bigger, Mrs. Bigger, and their son. Who was the lit the the biggest? Who was the biggest? 
I don't know. Okay. Hello. All right. Here we go. Ready? Once there was a family called the Biggers. There was Mr. Bigger, Miss, Mrs. Bigger, and their son. Who was the biggest? Their son? Okay, yeah, but who, and their son. Who was, okay, the biggest? Was it the son? Yeah, but why? Uh, because he's the product of the two no. bigger ones. <laughs> no, but the answer is, yeah, it's his son. But because he was a little bigger. Do you get Aww. that? He's a little bigger. Oh, I get yeah. it. Yeah. There we go. Okay. Sort Didn't of. mean to tax your guys' mind on that one. <laughs> But what can I say? That was a big challenge. Yeah, a big challenge. Okay, who's up next? Well, next up, we have Jerry, whose dog uh, has been having seizures and wants some natural remedies. All right. Hi, Jerry. How you doing? Hi, Katie. How are you doing? Good, good. Okay. Why don't you... I'm going to let Je- explain to Dr. Jess what's going on. Okay, well, thank you. Go for it. Hi, Dr. Jess. Hi there. Uh, we just adopted a dog... Uh, May 22nd, and the reason the people brought her in to have her killed was because she had had a few seizures, and they didn't want to deal with the seizures or do any medication. So what I know is that she had three seizures in the last two years before we got her. After we brought her home, she had a seizure June 15th, July 4th, and July 15th, all short and not very severe. Our vet... um, thought that we should try her on hemp, calming chews, to see if that would work to calm her down because she's got separation anxiety and she's scared of thunderstorms, fireworks, stuff like that. So we started her on June 15th on the hemp chews, and then after I had heard you talking about the certificate of analysis and all that, so I emailed them and talked to them and explained what was going on, and they suggested I contact Dr. Hemp Dog. So I called them, and they got us on CBD. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have the certificate of analysis. They have the cold processing. They all of that. I checked on everything like that. So she started that last Thursday. Mm-hmm. Now what I'm looking for is um, alternative ways, other things that we could do. I've heard of several things. One is uh, gelatin. One is acupuncture. Uh, one is, uh, which we just did, the natural energy healing. Oh. And I was wondering what you thought of all that. What's the gelatin supposed to do? It's supposed to help her brain. Interesting. Oh, okay. And what was the natural healing thing? Oh, with the energy healing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Reiki. Oh, okay. And she did um, last, we didn't know she was doing it last Monday. But we got up and both of us thought, Maggie was acting a little weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, at, then I got an email from Julie, and she said, I just worked on Maggie, and she was blocked up, and she said she got everything open, and she should be better now. Uh, yeah, and what do you think? I think something happened, because last Friday, oh, she has, Maggie has this thing about lawnmowers and golf carts and stuff like that, four wheels. She wheels, go yeah. after them. Well, last Friday, we were at Julie's house, and Juliet checked her again to make sure she was still all open, and a lawnmower went by pretty close, and she sat up and looked at it, but she didn't go after it. She didn't bark. She didn't do anything. Nice. Okay. 
Now, do you have any idea what set the seizures off in the first place? No. Um, I have all her medical records back from when she was a puppy because luckily these people went to the same vet that I did. Oh, okay. So I have all of that, so I know all the shots that she's gotten and stuff. And they did have her on some um, <laughs> flea and tick stuff, mm-hmm. which we're not going to do. And okay. she was do, do her rabies, and we didn't, we didn't do that either. Okay, um, good. I did give her heart guard June and July 1st, which we're not going to give her anymore. Okay. Um, so I'm, I'm not sure if, because... We gave, you know, I gave her the heart guard June 1st, and then mm-hmm. she had a seizure June 15th. Gave her the heart guard July 1st, she had a seizure July 4th. So yeah, it, yeah, hard to know. I mean, she could definitely be sensitive to one of the ingredients in the chewy thing itself. Okay. It's a really low dose of ivermectin, so it shouldn't... No, chewy thing, is that a professional terminology? Yes, <laughs> what are you going to call it? The pill thing? The chew <laughs> device? I know. Right? Hey, okay, and fun. what are you feeding her? Nutrisource, and uh, we just picked up Stella and Chewy's uh, freeze-dried raw, and we give her raw bones and raw chicken feet and oh, nice. oil. Okay, and so, like, the more you move into raw feeding, the better it will be for her, since okay. getting the carbohydrates out of her diet and kind of simplifying her diet. You know, dry food has a lot of ingredients, and so simplifying her diet will also help. Um, I would make sure that you're feeding a variety of proteins and kind of once you get more into it, maybe two, three weeks from now, try um, removing chicken from her diet. Okay. Since uh, food sensitivities can also be a cause of seizures. So you just want to try to avoid anything that might be provocative. Chicken is often a contaminant in lots of dry foods. And so it may even have been something that she was fed as a puppy by the breeder. And why is chicken a, a contaminant? Because it's in everything, and the dogs can build allergens against it. Yes. Okay. Same with cats. My washer yep. was. Yep. Yeah, and it's it's just you know it's so such cool. a common ingredient. So like you can you know might say on the bag you know beef and whatever, but when you read through the ingredients, there's surprise, chicken, surprise, yeah. there's chicken fat, there's chicken flavor, yep. there's chicken liver, something yep. like that. Yeah. Um. So so that's something that I would do with a dog like this. When you feed a varied diet, you want to get to the point where you're changing her food every couple of days. Okay. So you want to be, and that will prevent her from be, from developing an allergy to new Something. food items. And it will also highlight any particular sensitivities. With a dog like this, with a history of seizures, I would definitely suggest doing some gastrointestinal repair, some liver detoxification. And so those th- for those things, I typically use supplements. So I would probably use standard process canine enteric support and also standard process canine hepatic support. And I would use both of those at the same time. Again, that's to heal any leaky gut issues and to assist with liver detox. Okay. And all those things, like you're basically working towards rebuilding her health. Like you said, you know, she's got quite the veterinary history, has had some inputs there. And so now you're kind of in the cleanup stage. So you're also not putting in new insults while helping her clean up the interior. Okay. Can do that. How about acupuncture? Do you think that helps? You know, talk to an acupuncturist. Okay. Um, there's, there's a couple of people in the Twin Cities who do it. I don't do acupuncture, so I don't know what their take is on seizures. I typically have pretty good success with homeopathic remedies. Um, 
I would also make sure that you're giving her adequate amounts of fat in her diet. So coconut oil, um, uh, raw green tripe that's made for dogs is excellent for this. Uh, Greek yogurt, you know, whole fat Greek yogurt would be good. Yeah, and so basically you just want to do those things. Make sure you're doing them on a regular basis. So you want to do something like, you know, give her a spoonful of something fatty with her with her food at every meal, because that is also very healing for the brain. Okay, sounds good. That's what I would start with. Well, thank you so much. Okay, that's it. Thank you, Katie. You bet. Take care. You can listen to the podcast in case you can't you forget about it. You know, so just yeah, you, to- could, you, you can always email me if uh, if you have questions about anything I said. Okay. 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 Thank take care. You, you bet. Take care. Good luck. Thank you. Yeah, they. That was so nice of them to take this dog. You know, when they were brought in mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, because they don't want to deal with seizures. And, they, you know, a lot of people. It can go they, bad, you know. You don't know what, what you're looking forward to. And it, some yeah. things can be very expensive. Mm-hmm. Can we give a shout out to Victoria and Andrea? You bet. Who are out at the Australian Shepherd's Specialty in Hugo, oh, Minnesota. That, that'd probably be a total recall. Yep. Yeah. And what are they doing? Are they showing dogs or? Showing in confirmation. No, okay. What's her, do you know her dogs? What dogs she's showing? Levon. Levon? Levon, the Australian Shepherd. Oh, cool. He is a star. <laughs> what is she showing in? Um, I don't know. The, I don't know what the different categories are. Oh, okay. Is she doing obedience and... No, no, no. It's it's, it's just a confirmation. Oh, just specialty. confirmation. Okay. 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 All weekend. All weekend. Confirmation. It's a long, it's a long show. Not it's a, a long time. Yeah. So what's, what was the name, name again? Who? The dog? No. Victoria. The there you go. That's Victoria's dog. And okay. Andrea's her pit crew. Andrea's a pit crew. <laughs> I never, you know, that's true though. At dog shows, you just, you just same with like your horse shows. You need somebody in the pit it's, to help it's, you. It's great to have a friend there to help you and support you. And yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. So hopefully, you guys got some more questions for Doctor Levy. Uh, and give a holler six five one six four one one zero seven one six five one six four one one zero seven one. Don't wait till like the last half hour and try to cram them all in and then. Okay, so yeah, when you come out of the top break here be ready you can call and hold if you want or wait when you come back and then call in if you don't want to hold on the line but the big thing is is that you know just you know everybody waits till like the last you know half hour and then we've got to try to cram them all in so we don't want to be doing that okay okay what's the most poisonous plant in north america water hemlock hemlock alum lily boysenberry white oak okay we'll give you two here play with okay the next one would be what fruit works better at waking you up than coffee what fruit works better at waking you up other than coffee so we got two of them that you can ponder at the top of the hour here and what's the most poisonous plant in north america water hem hemlock alum uh, alum lily boysenberry white oak oak that's really tough huh yeah and you got a rat bed so what? i can't go to commercial Right, quite, right, quite. Yeah, you got ten seconds to oh, wrap that. Well, that's no big deal. Just a reminder: Hugo Feed Mill, October or August, eleven and twelve, their hundredth anniversary, and so I'll be there from 10, eleven to four, both days, giving out free uh, Nutrisource and answering all your questions. So please stop by, and they've got free food, they got raffles, they got uh, door prizes. Yeah, there's Bouncy Castle for the kids. It's gonna be quite the swawa. So that's eleven, August eleven and twelve. So sit tight. We'll be back.